Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored In Always. Today's episode is going to be a little more personal and vulnerable for me. We will be talking about another idol we can struggle with, looking at some examples in my own life and some major eye-opening recent experiences I've had. So today we are talking about the idol of ministry. As believers, we are all called to ministry. It's really the Great Commission. So wherever you work or spend time in whatever season, that is your mission field. Most of the time, your intention and mine as well are good. We want to serve, help, and share Jesus with people. And that really is the goal of every ministry, is to make Jesus known. Remembering that we are his vessels, but it is through his power at work in us that we bear kingdom fruit. If we start to find our identity in our roles, our ministries, and in the success or recognition of that ministry, it has become an idol for us. Honestly, I can think of so many times that I've slipped in down that slippery slope, pouring so much of myself into something, and it starts to become more about me than shining Jesus' light. If you've been listening to previous episodes, you know how passionate I am for Christian recovery, specifically Celebrate Recovery. God used this ministry to bring so much healing to my husband and myself, both individually and also in our relationship. We 100% know that we were called to start and lead a Celebrate Recovery at our home church. And for three years, we have poured our heart and soul into building, teaching, training all of our leaders and volunteers with the help of the incredible core team. Recently, Josh and I thought we were meeting with our pastors to discuss the vision for Celebrate Recovery at Grace for 2023. And we were completely shocked when their vision for CR was that there would be no more CR at Grace after November of this year. To say that we were shocked, devastated, hurt, and even a little angry is an understatement. We truly didn't understand how a growing, thriving ministry designed to help people heal was not part of their vision. They did say that this was a difficult decision for them, but that ultimately it's a decision they feel they had to make for the long-term good of the church. I know these pastors at Grace, and I know they're good men who love the Lord. And even though I don't understand, I'm grateful for the three years that we were able to meet there and build this ministry. I have had some time to process since that happened, and the Holy Spirit has been ministering to my heart in what feels like another big loss. But what he's been showing me was that I was making CR an idol for myself. When my son died, I didn't think that I could handle the weight of the grief. So I dove into anything and everything as a distraction so that I didn't have to feel that full weight. CR was one of those things. I know that God called us to do it, but it was slowly becoming more about what we could do than what he could do through us. In the days after our meeting, as I wrestled with my anger and hurt feelings, God began showing me that he was in all of this. 
Just a week before, Josh and I sat in our counseling appointment and our counselor looked us both right in the eyes and said, you too have classic burnout. I love your heart, but you need to rest. You need to pray about what it would look like to pull back uh, a little bit from leadership, maybe even just for a season. So as much as my flesh wanted to be angry with our pastor's decision, I know in my spirit that it was really God's timing. He was calling us to himself. His word says there will be no other gods before me, that only he would ultimately bring the healing that, that we were needing, that I was needing. I knew that I could not outrun or avoid my grief, and instead I needed to trust God's provision to sit at his feet, rest, and let him bring lasting healing. This ministry or any other ministry will never bear lasting fruit if we do it in our own strength and just keep pushing through. Shortly after launching Celebrate Recovery over three years ago, I sat down and wrote out a full vision that I feel God placed on my heart for CR. I folded it up and put it in my Bible and forgot about it. Until recently, as I was reading, it fell out and I had the opportunity to read through it again. And after reading that, with everything that's happened, I truly believe that this closed door at our church is God opening a door so that he can transplant this ministry to number one, allow us some rest, all of the leaders and, and Josh and I, but ultimately to grow our, our ministry to the vision that he had originally placed in my heart, which I honestly don't believe would have happened where we were. So after the meeting, I called my sponsor, who is the ministry leader of another local Celebrate Recovery. And it's actually the one that I began my journey at. Isn't God funny like that? She shared that she was so sorry, but that she truly believed that God was going to bless both of us through this time, her and Josh and I. I asked her if we could possibly merge our programs together after November so that our leaders, volunteers, and the people that were coming each week could continue with their recovery. Her program has been steady for years, but it lacked growth, and ours was growing So by merging them, maybe we could bring them support and growth and they could bring stability to ours. And 1 Corinthians 3 verses 5 through 7 say, What after all is Apollos and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned each his task, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who makes things grow. So many times I think that I know the right path. I know what it is. And God just shakes his head and says, Oh, daughter, you're so cute. Why don't you just let me lead for once? And I will just blow your mind. I read this in the Daily Grace Co. study that's called More Than Anything. And it said, Ultimately, idolizing ministry leads us to find our deepest joy and delight in the act of serving Jesus rather than in Jesus himself. Hebrews 13 verses 20 through 21 says, Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, when I stopped focusing on myself and my feelings and my expectations, God brought me peace. He promises harmony and he heals disunity among believers. Our church's decision is honestly part of the process that God is using to grow this ministry, his way, not mine. 
As the God of peace, he wants us to make peace with those who oppress, hurt, and offend us. And he is the great shepherd. So he calls us to lead like Jesus did with humility and grace. And he will equip us and you for his purposes. And when he needs to move you, shake things up a little, or maybe even a lot, he will do that too. Ministry is a privilege given to those who believe that Jesus is the answer to our deepest needs and longings. Our ministry efforts should always and only reflect that hope. So with that in mind, we are excited to see what God has for us in the ministry of CR going forward. We are excited to merge with Community of Hope and help build up their program while also having some much-needed rest ourselves from carrying the full weight of our program. I do believe that God has moved us so that we can truly grow and thrive. So let me ask you, is there change happening in your own life right now? Maybe you're feeling a little uncomfortable or you're feeling the heat or the pressure in certain areas of your life. Are you tempted to fall into anger, blame, despair, doubt, fear, or frustration? So how can you let go so that God can move in bigger and better ways? Is your ministry becoming an idol in your life? How can you pull back to let God receive the full glory? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you that you are always in control, that nothing that happens on this earth surprises you or thwarts your plans and your will for our lives. I thank you that you call us and you equip us and that you promise to be with us even when things seem unsteady or uncertain at times. I pray for the person listening today who is going through a hardship themselves and may not be seeing you in the details, and maybe they're feeling the loss of something in their life. Or maybe they're using ministry that you've called them to, like I was, to distract them from fully trusting you and being the only source of peace in their lives. God, help us to see when we are taking good gifts that you give us and making it an idol. Help us to trust your plan, even if it involves twists and turns that we don't understand. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. In Jesus' name, amen. So friend, do you struggle with worry and anxiety? Are you unsure of how to manage it and looking for peace? Then the How to Reduce Anxiety and Find Peace online course is just what you're looking for. The enemy wants you to stay stuck in a state of worry and anxiety, but Jesus tells us that he has come to give us life and more abundantly. So click the link in the show notes or visit anchoredinalways.com forward slash courses to get started today you will receive an email with a link to print a PDF workbook that goes right along with three teaching videos from me on what the Bible says and what I've learned from some of my own trials in reducing anxiety and finding peace. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored and Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. 
Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.